M. Rossiano. I don't think parents congratulate kids when they come out every time. I know I will if that happens here. <laughs> and Michael Lucas. I'm Michael. I'm from the suburbs. I can't play sport. And would anyone like to watch Aladdin on VHS? <laughs> this is M. Salation. You also enjoy tragic, dramatic, over-the-top, completely wound-up bonkers divas. That's true. <laughs> You're in M. Salation. Hello, darlings. Welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rassiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, and together with my best friend since I was 11, screenwriter Michael Lucas, I'm about to bring you, well, it's a wild and crazy ride. I think I say that every week. But we go from wiggle scandals to why do teenage boys jizz into sports socks to my OCD to Michael's TV shows to my compulsive shopping online. It's just like a bit of a mishmash this week. <laughs> and also some news about my tour, um, which you can probably guess, and Michael and I get into it, but we are postponing it. Um, but listen on to hear all the details. I can't talk about it. I'm still processing it. Tra-la-la, move on, yay! God, how are you? How are you feeling? It's such a weird question. <laughs> when you ask someone, when people call me or I've got to email someone, I, you know, out of politeness and because I've got to force myself to do it because I usually forget the niceties as previously discussed. When I write, how are you? It feels so like, I mean, what a token. What do you want me to say? I'm great. Fucking awesome. But I really, you know, I am checking in with you. I am. Um, I know that if you're listening to us right now, to me, to my voice, it means you've managed to find a little bit of time to yourself, a little bit of peace. Maybe you're out on your walk doing your huffy puffy. Maybe you're doing a rage pace up and down the hallway. Maybe you're pretending to take a phone call with me, whatever it is. Maybe you're cleaning. If you're me, you're cleaning. Oof, I've really taken to cleaning. <laughs> You'll hear about that too. Um, I... <clears throat> Look, I haven't had a great week. Not at all. Like, and I got this like explosive period. And so I spoke to my period guru, Lucy, Lucy Peaches. And if you don't know Lucy Peach, did I say Peaches? <laughs> Lucy Peach. She's the period queen. And if you don't listen to her podcast, if you haven't read her book, or you haven't listened to my interview with her, her study of the female menstrual cycle has been, well, it was life-changing for me. So I had a really explosive period and it came on the day of the full moon and I'm like, my PMS was terrible this cycle. I don't know what it was. It was nutso. And um, I messaged her. Actually, I sent her a voice memo and I said, Luce, I don't know what's going on, but there's a full moon. I got an explosive period. It came late. I had really bad PMS. What does this mean? Please tell me there's a meaning to this. And she was so amazing. And she said, there is. She said, when your period comes in an explosive fashion, you it means that you have been like giving out a lot and you've been holding in a lot of stress and anxiety and you, you've been in too much service to others. And I'm like, go, I'm lucky you didn't come shooting out my nose and my ears. <laughs> so, um... Hello to Zeke also. We've got a new member of the team, Zeke. He's taking care of the editing and uh, this is his first episode. Zeke, you may remember from my Rage and Rainbows tour, he played piano, he's my MD, he's taken over. 
um, as our audio editor, as our last one, MDV got a better job. How dare you, MDV? Now he got a full-time job and we're very happy for him. So Zeke has stepped in and this is his first episode. So welcome to Zeke, Explosive Periods Out My Nostrils. Hi all, it's Zeke here. Uh, very happy to be here. And I honestly expected nothing less than explosive period chat. So back to M. Actually, now I come to think of it, Zeke has toured with me. So he <laughs> he had to play music about... Nah, we're all good. We're all good. We're all good. So um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So Lucy told me and she said... Um, Basically, what I needed to do was co- collect some of my menstruation blood and pour it in the earth and under the full moon and ask for like peace and, you know, some time. And I didn't do it, but I was like, I was close. <laughs> so if anyone asks me how I am, Michael actually phoned me and he's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, well, I was considering pouring menstrual blood under the full moon into the earth tonight. That's how I am. That's what stage of lockdown I'm at. (laughs) I thought about it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. But I mean, at least never say never, guys. If we're still in lockdown this time, like it's toward the end of the year, maybe we should gather together. I don't know. I don't know. I'm willing to try anything at this point. Did you notice I've made I've made you a few playlists as well, guys? I've made um, a mood lifter playlist. I've made a Saturday morning chore playlist. I've made a nineties R and B pregame underage playlist. I just said that in the wrong order. That sounds wrong. Like before, I used to go to there's a club in Templestowe called Existence, and it was um, where all the tennis courts used to be. It was it no? Was it the Manningham? I don't know. It was some kind of RSL club. Anyway, like. Once a month on Saturdays, my dad would drop me and my friend Vicky off, my friend Tanya off, and we would go in there. And But before that, we would obviously be at each other's houses getting ready. And the, I made a list of all the songs we used to listen to. It was pre-gaming to the underage R&B. Yes, so much like a mustard crop top action and like berets and pulled up socks and creepers. Anyway, it was fun times. It was good times. Uh, all right. Well, that's enough from me. <laughs> I think. Is there anything else I want to say to you? I don't know. Just know that I'm here. Like, I'm with it. I mean, I mean, I am in it with you. And everyone's got their own shit going on in their own houses that no one will truly ever know because, you know, if you tell the truth all the time, it's just fucking depressing. We're all having our ups and downs. It's tough. It's tough for my poor teenage daughters. This is my child, Elio. He's only ever known lockdown. Like this kid has got four people around him constantly clapping at every fart he does. How is he going to function in the world? He's going to like take a step and expect to turn around to a standing ovation. He's going to be very disappointed, although he's very cute and super charming. So he probably will get clapped every time he walks. I'm back watching Shits Creek again for like the 20th time through. I'm up to episode three of White Lotus. It's still yet to win me over. I'm still waiting for it. Michael says it happens at episode three. Obviously, I'm inhaling every Drag Race episode that's coming out. Um, What else can I give you to watch? I don't know. I've started The Real Housewives of New York. Oh, my God. God, can we have a support group for the Real Housewives of New York? I went straight in at season 11. Couldn't be bothered with the riffraff up to there. Sonia is... <laughs> She's on another planet. Do I know how to dress for salami? Dressing for salami, hiding the salami. I'm all about the salami. I need... If any of you watch the Housewives, Real Housewives of New York, can you DM the Instagram, the Emsolation Instagram, because I need, I need to start a support group. I need to chat about Sonia. She blows my mind. All right. That's what I've been doing though. I've been just 
cleaning, watching a lot of telly, reading, avoiding work at all costs, avoiding all the work. I have so much work to do. We're going to do some uh, restock of the merch. We're going to do the, um, you know, the unicorn of me and Michael on the unicorn and the seahorse. My brain stopped working because my medication is worn off. I can see my ADHD medication wearing off. It's like it's on the horizon at about four or five o'clock. I can start to feel it and I've got a race. I've got like, I'm in slow motion to get to the end. And so it's like nine o'clock at night now. So you can imagine what's happening in my brain for my fellow neurodiverses. Uh, what was I saying? Oh God. What was I saying? Why was, oh yeah. So we, um, the print that's on the hoodies, we're going to do a t-shirt run of that print for those of you in warmer climates. And for those of you who want to wear it this summer, we decided we're not going to do another run of the hoodies. We're going to do another run of t-shirts because the hoodies are expensive and my tour has been postponed. So buy a t-shirt. Yay. Support me. Support my family. Support the podcast. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Thank God for Spotify guys. Woo-hoo-hoo. My mortgage in my life. The school fees, the cars, everything brought to you by Spotify. We love Spotify. Hello, Spotify. We love you. All right. That's enough from me. Uh, the merch will be coming up in the next few weeks. We'll give you plenty of notice. All right. Bye. Play the music. M. Luciano and Michael Lucas. This is Emsolation. Okay, Michael Lucas, welcoming you here to offer some moral support to your friend. <laughs> That's He's good. Got to an know. announcement. Um, this will probably shock none of you, but uh, myself and Frontier Touring have been taking meetings, and um, I have to let everyone know that. The uh, Erasiano uh, unleashed and unhinged, or whatever I call this tour. <laughs> what is it? Un- unplugged and unleashed. It was unsomethinged. Uh, is going to be postponed. I will not be touring. And obviously, everyone in Sydney, you knew because the shows are in September and you've been told you're going to be in lockdown till the end of September. Mm. So um, we are moving the shows to May next year. Oh, whoa. Yep. Yep, so I've made the decision to scrap this show and write a whole new one. <laughs> I like that's, that you're torching it. Yeah, it has it's to cursed, be torched. It's got a hex on it. <laughs> it does. It must be burned to the ground. I'm setting it on fire. Uh, if you have tickets, hold on to them. They're totally valid. If you can't make the new dates, which will be forthcoming, um, you'll get emails from the, like everything will be taken care of. Please don't bother messaging me. I have no idea about logistics. You know that I get anxious, I get stressed. Um, so it, everyone, you'll be contacted by the ticket agent, by Frontier, by by my mailing list. Everyone will come at you with options to either keep your tickets, get a refund, um, and I'm only going to do one show in each market and a lot of the shows are nearly sold out. So uh, if you want to come and you haven't yet got tickets, I don't know how that's going to go. But just Aww. keep an eye on your inbox. I'm very sorry. There's nothing I can do. I'm just I've I've been done been doing a lot of crying the last little while. Um, mainly for my band. Telling my mm. band was oh, that's horrible. Oh, yeah, I um was awful. Do you remember, all, um, I just can't get over. I think back to that night when you played the music bowl, mm. and it felt like. It's just the beginning of it all again. Mm. And, I know. And also there was such a beautiful atmosphere that night as though we conquered it, it's done. 
Mm. Pandemic. We dared over. to hope. Oh my god. We dared. <laughs> I dared to hope. It was so I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm at a loss. It's there's not a lot of support for live acts and you know, it costs a lot of money to put a show on and I put a lot of money into pre-production which I didn't get back. Um and this will be the third go at it. So Oh. These sequences don't come cheap. No, it's a huge financial burden for me, but also it's it's a huge like performing's what I do and what lights me up and keeps me alive and it's my it's my earth pass. If you've seen Soul, you'll understand that. Like getting on stage and singing is my It's your purpose. reason for being. And um this one's hit really hard. So yeah, I I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, we'll move on from yeah. it. <laughs> the, cres- the emotional crescendo of that show was you and Chella harmonising on Miley Cyrus yeah. as the climb. I don't know that emotionally you could get there now. I just, I would just start crying from the moment I start singing flat. It's not up. the climb. <laughs> the rock's dislodged <laughs> and she's at the bottom of the It's been a cliff. landslide. The whole town's been wiped out. It's not good. Actually, you could probably oh. sing Landslide by Dixie Chicks. I, reckon, I could. Uh, or actually Stevie Nicks, I should say. But the show everyone's going to see, and we're going to add some Melbourne dates, I think. Um, the show is going to be about obviously the ADHD, about this year, about a few other things that will come to light and um, original songs. It's going, to be, it's going to be a Rage and Rainbows style kind of creation, I mm. think. I, I have new songs in me and new stories and that the show that I was bringing to you guys was only really relevant for now. So... Um, if we can say It'll, one thing about 2020 and 2021, it has not left you short of material. No, no. <laughs> I have so many notes, so many notes about songs already. So um, like I said, stand by, get ready. Everyone will email you, but there will be no show September, October, and um, we'll be rescheduling to May. Um, one show in each city. We'll be adding some Melbourne shows, I think. So um, look out for that. And what I want to move on to now is the fact, oh, God, my camera. I'm trying to film myself. My st- This is so high tech. I'm trying to film myself. I'm now holding the camera because Liam's going to want to I held the camera video- last time and then we couldn't figure out how to transfer it because the internet was. So I spent the whole thing, my arm was so sore and we couldn't even get the footage to you. Oh, my God, did you hold yeah, your camera? Yeah, I didn't even have a selfie my- stick. I used my arm. Well, I have to, my phone is, of course, flat, so I, I've got it leaning up against my computer, but now I've had to put a charger in and I can't lean it up against the computer, so now I'm holding it. It sort of feels right, though. Oh it feels God. like you're your own paparazzi and it oh suits you. I need a lighting gay like what Madonna has. Madonna has a lighting gay and he is always there just with a stunning spot. Just, yeah. She's like, if, if I can, what level of fame do you want? I want the level of fame where I'm asked to be a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I want the oh, level she, of fame. She, she's, she gets asked that every season. She 100%. declines. <gasps> Did you know Beyonce's mum was a judge two weeks ago? <gasps> Tina. Tina was on. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, Tina really... looked shell-shocked the entire time. Yeah. She was just sitting there like mesmerised. Yeah. It was and the queens couldn't believe how close they were to Beyonce. I can hear the ice clinking in your gin. <laughs> it's actually a Negroni, <laughs> so it is one third gin with a few other things. How are you making Negronis at home? Are you I, getting, I found you... bottled, pre-mixed. Oh, it's so classic. <laughs> I'm at that stage of lockdown. <laughs> My alcohol consumption. 
Oh. There's something about curfew. It's like, okay, then. It just what drives do you mean? me. I'm just drinking a lot of gin and I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know what it is. Well, I do know what it is. It's being locked in the house. And yeah, I keep myself warm with very, very high percentage Jelling. alcohol. Oh, no, I'm, I'm very much under control. She says, I mean, and she skulls a fishbowl. <laughs> no, it's not a fishbowl. It's a no, it's actually for me quite demure. It's a moderately so, yeah, it's, it's quite, a thimble. <laughs> so, there's been my favorite kind of drama this week. There's been drama around the Wiggles, Michael Lucas. Yeah, and you know I do love the Wiggles. Oh. I have I'm, I've become friends. I have to say with Anthony. Um, really? Anthony reposts a lot of my things. He's the el- he's the elder Wiggle. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> He's nearly 60. Is he? Tell mm. me what, being a wiggle does keep you young, doesn't it? Mate, bitch has kept it tight. He really that- has. <laughs> but it would be, you do, it's good cardiovascular being a wiggle. 100%. And but also the only those thing- like skivvies are unforgiving. Like I feel yeah. like you'd really want to, you'd want to stay true. Do you think that wiggles get Botox in their armpits? Because you can't have sweat around children. It makes you look creepy. So I really think about it a lot. Like those skibbies don't look like they're a natural fibre and if I wore them I would instantly sweat. But they never have sweat patches because I forensically examine their armpits because you can't be sweaty around kids because it makes you look creepy. So why don't they sweat? Because they jump around a lot. So I think they've had Botox under their armpits. I don't know. All I, I can would. say is that when you do your Sarah Henderson style expose on the Wiggles, I will be riveted. I do, I'm surprised I you haven't been into Four Corners pitching it because... Look, I don't want to expose them. I want to, I want to encourage, I love them. I, I feel like I'm their fierce protector slash like. You're their inappropriate aunt who's much younger than most of them, although not anymore. No, 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 not at all. So basically Elio, he's been off and on the Wiggles. Like I have to say I'm more consistent with the Wiggles than my two-year-old son is. But this week um, they announced their new YouTube exclusive show called Fruit Salad TV. And I love it, fruit salad, because what goes into a fruit salad? Lots of different varieties of fruits, but they all live harmoniously in the bowl until you eat them, right? Do you get it? Do you get the metaphor? Because um, they've called it Fruit Salad TV. They've announced it's just going to be on YouTube. It does sound like a gay festival, but that I also appreciate. (laughs) No, no, no. It is basically a show all about Australian diversity. But the other news that came with the announcement is that it wouldn't be the OG Wigs hosting. It will be the new generation of Wigs. (gasps) Are you pioneering the shortening of their name to just Wigs? Because if you are, I'm supporting it and I hope it catches on. <laughs> hashtag Wigs. Yeah. Hashtag Wigs. Hashtag Ed Rossi, It feels Wigs. like it's a crossover with Drag Race too, so that was also good. 100%. And, again, I want to pitch myself as Leopard Print Wiggle. I can't believe if we're going for diversity, where's the 42-year-old slightly <laughs> inappropriate ethnic Leopard Print Wiggle? Where is she? Where is she? <laughs> so in the new... <laughs> Perimenopausal Wiggle. <laughs> Not yet. No, not yet, you. not yet. Although in your family, sometimes it comes early, oh, but not yet. It does come early. Still not very yet. much fertile, thank on you. What I've got, remember I had my <laughs> ovary scan? period wiggle. We all know what colour she'd be. <laughs> no, but remember I had my ovary scanned and one was working and one That's has right. gone to God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so one of them, one of them's fresh as a daisy. She's Emma Wiggle. She's great. The other one is just like, she's mad from neighbours. <laughs> 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 
Oh, God, are we bleeding again this month? I can't do it. We're pretty much the age that actress was when she started on Neighbours, by the way, just so you know. Can I just say, when I saw, I mean, we're going on a side (laughs) quest. When I saw Match from Neighbours pop up on your show on the ABC Sunday nights, 8.30, the newsreader, oh, I was like, oh, he kept that one to himself. Oh, my God, because I use, I reference Madge from Neighbours twice a week. Iconic, absolutely iconic. That husky voice, I know, that hair. Harold, Harold, what are you doing? I know. And I always say, you know, when I'm going to get a bra fitted or I'm going to the doctor, I'm going to get, like, I don't know, a probe put up my vision, you want the person who's greeting you at all of those occasions to be Madge from Neighbours. That's my go-to matronly, calm, warm person. Unflappable. (laughs) There she was. Can I just also point out, you are Australian dramedy Stan Lee. What the hell, man? Hang on, Stan Lee? Who's? Do you get that reference? No. What? That is hilarious. The Marvel Stan Lee. Yeah. You know how he puts himself in every single movie in some weird capacity? <laughs> you, every single Marvel film. Oh, well, I've never now. been in five bedrooms. I haven't appeared on it. I'll change it, though. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't. Because in every you. other show or you movie that you've everything made. I do as well, <laughs> except except for the two current ones, ironically. <laughs> that's because it's been made being made in COVID. I feel like that's the real reason. But anyway, true, this true. is a real but tangent. Anyway, but back to the that's wiggles. Fine. I love a tangent. Anyway, Madge from Neighbours, such a great Easter egg. Thank you so much. I I clapped. I I, I clutched my bells. My phone was flat, so I couldn't text you. And it was I a forty two degree day when she was shooting as well. She was a trooper. She was amazing. <laughs> anyway, so the four new wigs are um, Terrible Lang Woman, Evie Ferez. Yeah. She's the blue wiggle, the new generation blue wiggle. Then there's Ethiopian Australian Latin motion dance champion Tashay Hawkins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Chinese Australian dancer Kelly Hamilton. She's the new yellow wiggle. Yeah. And Filipino Australian dancer John Pierce. He's the new purple wiggle. Also in 2011, was in dance troupe turned musicians, Justice Crew. Oh. And by the way, there's some tops off shots floating around of young John. Really? (laughs) Wow, okay. I tell you what, the wiggles are onto it because there's a lot of thirsty mums out there and all due respect to the current batch of wiggles, there's a lot of thirst traps in there. It's a bit wholesome. Can I just Where say, I've the- just gone straight there. You just need to look up John Pierce Justice Crew, boom. Boom. Bat, pecs, abs. Yes, 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 John. Hang on. So, was he on Ninja Warrior too? Yeah, he was on Ninja Warrior too. Yep, he was. He's very strong. He's very fit. And in his, like, he like all of them have a little thing. My favourite one is Kelly. She is a 45-year-old skater chick. Yes, she is. Yeah. I love that for her. And he has also launched an underwear line called, wait for it, Long John. Oh, jeez, <laughs> John from Justice Group. Oh, I have some justice for Long John. I if you. I've ever heard one. <laughs> I'm so pumped for this. Oh, my God. Does that mean did he model in the Long John ads? He's promoting it with photos of himself modelling the range. And do Living we the have- dream. Talk to me about the junk situation. Have we gone modest padding or like, or is it like a Kendall mold? They're, they're definitely um, sort of like boxer shorts. We're not talking. Mm. Yeah. Oh, they're not a jock. They're not tidy whities 
Oh, yeah. Oh, disappointing. Yeah. Oh. The photos are mostly about the combo of the abs and the tats. It is a pity that the Wiggles attire will not feature either of those, or maybe it's for the best, depending on your perspective. Look, I wouldn't be angry at a purple mesh skivvy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. But, I mean, no one's going to be surprised to hear that. <laughs> Nothing mesh and inappropriate is ever going to be a problem for you. I think you could never have too much mesh for children's performers, let's be honest. <laughs> um. But also there's a non-binary unicorn. Yes, I already relate to this character. Yeah. There's a dancing police officer and there's a hand puppet. I think that one's name's Bok or I don't know. But what I do know is it's great. And they very clearly wanted to go down a more diverse route and this whole show is about how the Australian population is a fruit salad, a mixture of cultures and ethnicities and blah, blah, blah. And, of course... <laughs> There's been a little bit of an uproar over it from, well, Sam Canavan, first of all. Mm. Is that how I say it? Did I say his name right? Sam Canavan? Is his name Sam? I, I went mm, like I know who Matt. you're talking about. Matt Canavan? Oh, Matt Canavan. Yeah, 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 Matt. yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry to my friend Sam Canavan. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend called Sam Canavan. Matt Canavan has come forward and said, if you go woke, you go broke and had a go at the Wiggles for expanding their roster to include more culturally diverse cast members. And then it's going to shock you. The Australian jumped on board and then there's been a bunch of people commenting about how we're forcing the left agenda, the woke agenda onto children, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's turned into a (laughs) What, showing non-white people is forcing a woke agenda? Yeah. I just don't understand. Have they seen Sesame Street? I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what everyone's got. Kind of the chaser kind of made this amazing parody ad where it's like, um, you know, diverse show won't work in Australia, says people raised on 60 years of Sesame Street with you know, the entire racially diverse Sesame Street cast sitting there. Um, and Play School have been doing this for a very long time, very also, long. can I just say. But the Wiggles, you know, obviously, was started by Jeff, who's an Asian Australian man who had narcolepsy. That's been pointed out. It's pretty diverse. Mm. But and then they added Emma, obviously for some a bit more gender balance. But they have been wanting, and and they have brought in other. If you watch the Wiggles as much as I do, they bring in a lot of other cast members from other nationalities and other countries, and they have been doing their very best. But the central cast needed some spice, some spice added. Mm. And this is a great way to do it through a YouTube channel. It's a gentle introduction. Also, I believe a succession plan. I believe those the current four can't go on forever and we need to have a new batch and we get everyone used to them online. We don't change their skivvy colours and we slide them in when one of the others does a hip or something. It's reassuring you know, think- for you to know that the Wiggles now are, because of this succession plan, immortal to a certain extent. It will go on forever. It's like but the I Wiggles just- expanded universe, really. Oh, it's great. It's so good. It's a multiverse. But uh, so so we've got an Indigenous woman, an Ethiopian-Australian woman, a Chinese-Australian woman, a Filipino-Australian man, and it's fantastic. So I got quite snitchy about the fact that they were get, getting shit and then I, I made a post on Instagram and then the comments kicked off and I was genuinely surprised. And I want to talk about that because the comments – increasingly got basically it's not enough what they're doing. And a lot of people were discussing 
the fact that their child wasn't specifically represented, be that child a transgendered child, a disabled child, um, a, a neurodiverse child, and I kept reading it all. And while everything that was being said was valid, um, it made me sad because when you go and read the comments over on, say, The Australian, um, there's no one there from that extreme right commenting, oh, this isn't narrow-minded enough. We need more bigotry. You're not being horrible enough. <laughs> it always seems to be people who are on the same side picking and nitpicking at the nuance and forgetting, you know, that, that we all agree that diversity is a good thing hmm. and this is a great step in the right direction. I mean, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You, 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 were, you were being accused of of. of inserting too much racial diversity into a traditionally white newsroom in the 80s. Yes. But, you know, I mean, that's just the, you know, it's just the nature of everyone has a platform to be able to express their opinions, and they do. And also, you know, I mean, it's, it's it, I, I still come back to the problem with the, the way things work these days is it only takes a handful of comments and then all of a sudden it's like a massive news story as well. I mean, I think by and large... Like, what was your vibe on it when they announced this? Was the majority of people just like, yeah, great? Or was the majority of people like, nah, whatever? Or how intense really was the backlash? Well, I think amongst, you know, because I obviously have a lot more kind of parents in my algorithm Mm. than you do. And also when I mention anything online, we all kind of get in and a lot of parents follow me and they all jump in. And this is a parent issue. Obviously the kids don't give a fuck what's going on on the screen. As long as there's a skivvy and a giant dinosaur Mm. and a weird pirate guy who's just, I don't know what his role is. And a catchy tune. They're happy. This is a weird parent thing, obviously. And I I think people don't like change and the Wiggles is an institution. It's something you can set your clock, like your watch to, you know it, you know the people. And so change upsets people as well. Like when and they so did the all-female Ghostbusters, let's never forget their reaction oh, to that. God, I love that movie so much. But it was a mixed bag, to be honest. But the, the main the main one that I did see, which I didn't think about, was, but if they're going to do this, why aren't they representing my child? Where's my child in this? Um, that was the main thing that I noticed. Mm. So, and I understand that. But also you're making assumptions about cast members. Maybe some of those cast members are neurodiverse. I mean, some disabilities are invisible. Let's not forget that. And while I agree disabled children should be represented and trans children should be represented, I'm in no way discounting anyone saying that. I think that we get so lost in finger pointing and chasing our own tail that that the right are just over there laughing at us, destroying each other, and we forget that we have we're starting to make the inroads that we want. And every journey to the perfect utopian diversity has to start with one step. And the Wiggles have taken this step, and I think we need to encourage it rather than jump down their throats about it. So I don't know. It's just. It bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> it really bothered the me. The wiggles, they're so firmly under your skin and in your soul. Mm, I love them. Yeah. I, 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 I love them because of, I mean, there was, a, there was a, a girl with Down syndrome who has COVID who wouldn't put the breathing tubes in and her mother was distraught and contacted the wiggles and the wiggles made her a special video where Anthony was oh wearing the breathing tubes <gasps> and they just, you know, 
they do incredible things and they're very kind humans and they go above and beyond. I just think you can't fake that kind of goodness and I'm fiercely protective of them but also they've entertained three of my children. Oh, over so over decades. Over so many years. You know, I feel a real. And you. And me. Oh, God, the amount of time. As we know, the amount of time I have spent analysing those love lives. Like, it's been extraordinary. And, <laughs> and Emma Yellowwiggle has talked at length about her endometriosis very publicly. It's been very painful for her. She went through a very public divorce. She has to work with her ex-husband every day. She's marrying the fairy-winged banjo player. Oh. Like, you have been on an emotional and musical, and yes, I'm going to say it, an erotic journey with the Wiggles over decades. So erotic. So erotic. But anyway, I just want to say, leave the Wiggles alone. <laughs> After all that. And just making a mental note to Google image. Um, John, John Pierce. Pierce. Yeah, just do John Pierce Justice Crew. Don't worry. There's links. They'll be sorted out for you. <laughs> Okay, now we're going to go back. We're going to go away now. We're going to come back and I'm going to tell you how I have lost control during lockdown. <laughs> this is Emsolation. Okay, so we were discussing off air how you've barely noticed this lockdown. Oh, I hate you so much. I know. Again, I mean, I feel like we've reset back to the early days, but especially so this time because, yes, I am in production and an authorised worker and working really quite hard and so my you know always when I'm in production my life is just work and it's on the set and so yes I don't I'm I'm very fortunate and I'm not particularly aware of the fact that everything isn't open I'm very (laughs) lucky I know it's terrible that's just the truth well I am at the opposite end of the scale (laughs) you are excruciatingly aware no playgrounds for Christ's sake no, the the parks is particularly bad. So Elio and I, we went for a drive this morning to go and like go to the post office. Like the big outings are going to pick up mail from the post office box, and we drive past about five parks on the way. And he looks out the window with his hand up, slide. Oh no! Swing, oh. slide, mum, slide. And I'm like, oh, Jalen, we can't go. There's big caution tapes up. By the way, that is very dramatic. It is. It's like just over the top. These crime scene tapes around the kids' playgrounds. It's not it's like th- it's radioactive. And honestly, if someone wants to really go down a slippery dip, just got to rip, just got to put your little finger in one and just rip it. It's not stopping <laughs> anyone. If we're serious, let's put some security guards there. Let's put some door bitches on the playgrounds. Sorry. But no, no swinging today, sir. Off you go. But yeah, it's the, the parks has really hit Elliot quite hard. I mean, that was that was the last thing we had. Can he still throw the rocks in the river? Because he does love that. Yes, yes, yes. He's been throwing the rocks in the ghee, and he has taken up cleaning because <laughs> I have he's managed just going to... off the modelling that he's seeing. Correct, monkey see, monkey do. I have my, I have without joking, I have OCD and my OCD manifests in me. Usually it has been uh, uh, knocking wood, but also 
Uh, I can't leave the house until all the cushions are lined up, everything's put away. Basically, if I die when I'm out, when the crime scene people come to my house, I want them to walk in and go, God, she had stunning taste. <laughs> Look at this. And when they shine the blue light, nothing, not a drop. Stunning. Did anyone even live here? Is this a display home, you guys? I think it might be. As OCD manifestations go, though, I think it's one of the better ones. I mean, I certainly know another one of my friends that was diagnosed with OCD over the past 18 18- months and his girlfriend said he's not clean like if you're gonna have to put up with a partner with OCD at least let them be a neat freak but he's not what is how does his manifest um like obsessive and particularly intrusive thoughts oh I have that too yeah but I have the intrusive thoughts like if I don't get this bedroom clean by an an even number on a clock yeah then someone I love's going to die yeah yeah something cataclysmic will come and and obsessions with things like is there bits of asbestos in the backyard and stuff like that like getting really obsessed by that and I've got to dig out the backyard unfortunately it doesn't go to should I just spray and wipe down the whole kitchen oh no mine has mine has gone to manic cleaning and but it's just it's not good it's it's exhausting and like i've my fingers aren't good but also for me i don't allow people to manifest negative destiny so sometimes scott will say things like oh we made good time and we've still got 10 minutes to go and i'll, I'll lose it at him i'll be like no you're going to manifest what, a traffic jam us. is that what you yeah yeah and it's very, it's like my family now know they can't say that stuff around me like and can't say things like, oh, he slept like the dead. Like anything like that, I can't, it gives me anxiety and panic. So it's all right. I'm in like therapy and I'm managing it and I'm, the ADHD diagnosis has helped all that stuff. But because of the lockdown and because of the tour being postponed, my OCD is squeezed out the sides with, yeah, the chronic organisation of my living space. And so I've been painting roofs. I've got wallpaper coming to do underneath the stairs. And it's, I, I, I can't rest, but my poor two-year-old has just been traipsing around after me. So now it's become a frantic cleaner. He loves it. Uh, He'll ask to clean. Mummy clean. I'm like, oh, God, it's really not good. Well, I mean, maybe it is good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe when he's a teenage boy, he won't wank into socks. That is like my enduring image of teenage boys, that all they do is just wank into socks. I can honestly say that I've never wanked into a sock. Are you joking? Are you even a teenage boy? Not into Isn't that socks. like a rite of passage? Isn't that doesn't like the teenage boy fairy appear once upon you pop your penis into a tube sock? It's like you're a man. Isn't that what happens? That fairy did not appear to me. Alas, <laughs> there was a bit of a fairy <laughs> deficit, ironically, in my teenage years. No, ne- oh. I mean other garments and versions of towels, sure, but socks but never in a particular. Sock. Well, why a sock? Well, it's, I mean, I don't want to explain the penis to you, but I but believe you, you, it's. But, yeah, but you mean that you put it in and then you grip the side of the sock around the penis. That sounds horrible, chafing. I, I'm not sure of the logistics, but for me it felt like it's like a neat little cleanup, little, you know, little. If you're just using the sock as a rag, but if you're saying that in some ways the sock has to encase the penis, then I'm just going to say that does not sound like a comfortable experience for me. Do you think that's what they do? I never thought about the mechanics, the minutiae of the sock. Well, I wank. can't think about anything else now. Do you think that, that I mean, 
If there's any teenage boys listening, if you're listening to us right now with your teenage son, could you just ask him and send us a message? Dan Brasiano wants to know, do you wank into a sock? But more than that, what is your technique? But I feel like wouldn't they, they would do that because doesn't it? Catch it. Is that what you're going to say? No, but not only that, isn't it better because it's not your skin on your skin? Like it might feel like it's someone else. Not a sock. No. I'm sorry, no. That would be chafing and, I mean, maybe, look, correct me, other people listening, but I don't think so. I would rather my own skin than, yeah, a sock. I mean, obviously, maybe it depends on what are we talking. Like, oh, now I think wool, about it. You, wouldn't, you yeah. wouldn't want a knitted sock. No, but now I think about it, perhaps they wear it like a little wee-willy-winky nightcap and just pop it on the end to catch it as it shoots out. Do you know? Or I'm maybe it's say, a late. I think that you're giving teenage boys more credit for their cleanliness than perhaps. <laughs> uh, it is becoming apparent to me that you yourself have not raised a teenage boy. In fact, it's a solid, it's a solid <laughs> decade ahead of you. More. Let's come back to this conversation. We'll see what. <laughs> I can't believe. Do you have elaborate jizz-catching situations? I think you'll find the answer was unfortunately no. We're going to have to call this episode Spunk Sock, obviously. I mean, the Spunk Sock is what we're talking about here. I can't believe we can't get any sponsors for this show. What's going on? Yeah, where are you, Bonds? This seems like a right opportunity right for Rio. They still have this Rio stuff. I'd be willing to go on the record that says I was a sock wank skeptic, but then when I tried a Bond socket... That could be the advertising. Perfect for those moments where you don't want to feel like it's you. (laughs) The electrifying feeling of thinking this isn't my skin. (laughs) It's someone in a tidy cotton (laughs) ensemble. She's got gloves on or he's got gloves on. He's giving you the white cotton glove service. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but if someone was coming at me to offer some sort of service, I would ask for the gloves to be taken off. (laughs) Not in COVID times. No, you would not. You would not. You would make them put them on. We're in a pandemic, Michael. We've discovered now that it's aerosol, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so I Is today, COVID transmitted through What? Is COVID transmitted Through sex Through semen? No Is it? I don't know Do you think anyone's dead? I mean, I'm sure it would like, just you no, get them I with the saliva like first No, but if you're close enough to someone to be No, needed, I know, obviously Yes, but let's just say Anyway So just say you found a random sake Bit of jizz. If you walked past the jizz of a COVID positive person, would you catch COVID <laughs> from said jizz? I don't know. Where's I could ask Professor Jerome. Mary McClaws or whatever her name is. She's an epidemiologist. Oh, um, okay. I feel like I'm happy to turn up to tomorrow's presser and ask that question of Jerome. <laughs> Any more questions? Brett Sutton. Uh, yes, please. Uh, M. Graciano <laughs> from M. Salation Podcast. Uh, Brett or Jerome or Dan, any of you can feel this, if a COVID-positive person were to jizz <laughs> near a non-COVID-positive person and that person was to walk past said jizz, would they become positive themselves, please? <laughs> and then you could Take go on to say, I've got the solution, it's a wank sock. <laughs> and maybe double sock if you've got Delta. So any teenage boys out there having random wanks, we want two socks, please. Two socks. <laughs> 
That's two. Is that what you're saying? Thank you, Brett. Thank you so much, Dan and Jerome. Thank you. Imagine. Oh, my God. So there you go. So I'm, I had to sit down today and I wasn't allowed to clean. Not one thing. But Elio vacuumed. So don't worry. Things still got done. But I've got the wallpaper is coming. I've designed it. It's it's going to be amazing. I haven't designed it. I've picked it and it's coming. And it's going to be under my stairs. And I've got so many projects on. I've got so many things arriving. Like I'm now on first name basis with three different delivery service drivers who service this area. It's so great. I love them all. And it's like they come and they and they they, they just. Uh, it is getting out just, of control. I got a text today and it was a picture <gasps> of what could only me? be described as some sort of like brass palm tree lamp. And it was the message was, tell me I should not buy this lamp. And so oh I felt like I was dealing with someone in AA. My online shopping has been bad. Yeah. Like the, the last thing, I bought a Dustbuster today. I bought like because. Uh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <coughs> what, did you have a particular stuff. dust situation that you thought, if this isn't, no, it's, it's not worth hair. getting out the vacuum cleaner? Yeah, the, yes. I can't be bothered dragging out the vacuum cleaner and I just see the dog hair everywhere. Like, it mocks me. You like and that so, sort of an appliance, though. You like a um, handheld something or other. Always, you always. Know, you know what the exciting thing about these purchases is the research part. You know, I love the research part. So you've got to go and read all the reviews. Then you've got to go and, like, weigh up the pros and cons. And you've got to go and um, really deep dive on if someone writes a Google review of an appliance you want and it's not a great review, then you go and find that person online to see if they are trustworthy and reputable. Do I want to take their opinion on this? And then if you find out maybe they're holding a gun or a fish in a pitch, you're like, whatever, pish posh, mm-hmm. and you believe someone else. So the research part, and then you find it, and then you've got to find the best deal on it. You've got to Google and Google, and then you've got to go and find some codes. You've got to go and Google, are there any discount codes floating around for this? Mm-hmm. So it's like this whole thing that takes me ages, and it's exciting. And then I get to like, and then I get a tracking number straight away, and then I can like track it, and I'm refreshing the whole time. It's absolutely electrifying. Have you not bought anything? Have you not done any online pandemic shopping? Um, no, I'm not a big online shopper. What? I buy you tickets bought online. Anything? Oh. But there's nothing to buy tickets to. No, I'm really sorry. I've, I think I may have may have bought a couple of books from Booktopia. I'm really. I know. I'm a terrible disappointment. Terrible disappointment. I'm bad gay and uh, oh, it's just always been this God, way. I bought so I bought another anxiety blanket. I bought a summer another weight one. Another one. A summer weight one. <laughs> Hang on. Doesn't that defer <laughs> a not so weighted blanket? No, it's still the Lightly same weight. Weighted. Oh, but just just But it's cooler. a lighter colour and the fabric is bit, like not as dense as the winter one. My anxiety is not seasonal. It is right. there. Winter springs. Spring, if winter, you like spring, rolled autumn. up your anxiety blanket, could you kill someone with it? Like, is it that? Like, if you attacked with an no. anxiety, I mean, what a way to go! But I wouldn't be able to lift it up. Really? <laughs> no, it's only seven kilos. It, you, you just spend to get spend to be ten percent of your body weight. Right. So it's only yeah, it's it's a seven kiloer, and um, no, I mean it does stop Scott from coming anywhere near me. So it is an effective form of protection in that sense. Um, <laughs> it's essentially, a very loose chastity belt. <laughs> Yeah, and underneath that, you know, I've got the swaddle and the pajamas. Like, there's no chance. We've, we've talk- <laughs> no one's going to see that stand-up show, but I do a whole bit about how Scott cannot come anywhere near me because of my sleeping issues. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Oh my god, we were like, what are we going to talk about? And we ended up 
combining the wiggles we with, ended up with you socks. at a, another health press conference. <laughs> Asking the tough questions. Mm. So where are you at in terms of, before I let you go, what's going on? What are you doing? See so filming season three of five bedrooms. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And, and I have to say, um, yeah, just living in terror of, uh, yeah, because at the moment uh, TV production is an authorised uh, work mm-hmm. situation, but I feel like, you know, there was all those rumours about they might lock down so hard there's no takeaway and stuff. I feel like we'd go then. But yeah. I'm resigned to that um, fact now. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. And do you want to apologise to people about not warning them about a certain episode in season two? <laughs> yes, well, if it had been on air in the way we imagined, like the normal free-to-air, then there would have been, and there also would have been, um, there would have been warnings at the start of the episode and everything like that. But yes, Five Bedrooms is a streaming show, and I know a lot of, um, by the way. Wait, 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 wait. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert, alert. Spoiler alert. Skip ahead. Skip ahead. Okay, go. Look, anyone that's watched it, and so many of you have messaged me, uh, yes, episode six obviously takes a bit of a tragic turn. Mm. A bit of a tragic turn. And, uh, and yeah, it has been weird because people are discovering it at different times. Um, and, and uh, yes. It, and, but thankfully I think people have had a really great reaction. We've had some beautiful things from, from midwives and, and, um, and particularly for the actresses that were in those scenes that were so amazing. Needless to say, M for very good reason, hasn't watched it and will no. not be watching it anytime soon. And I no, think that is a I very actually, sound choice. Her yeah, daughter yeah. has. She has, and I asked her, what do you think? And she's like, are you kidding? No way. No way. No, I won't be watching it. I will not be actually watching season two. Soz about it, loved season one. <laughs> I'll just pick up on season three. Can't go anywhere near it. Cannot. No. Cannot knowing what's coming and because I will be compelled to watch it because, I mean, everyone's loved it. My parents are raving about it. It was like, oh, you've got to go. I'm like, I I'm not watching it. I yes. love him. And my only regret about the way it rolled out is that we had been in discussions with um, SANS, which is um, a support a support mm. group that was going to have a title card both before and after the episode. But And because of the way it's rolled out and stripping, that doesn't happen. But if you go to www.sands.org.au, yes. they're a great resource and well worth checking out. And, and I'm sorry for making people cry again. Here is your official trigger warning. For episode six, if you have suffered yes, a miscarriage. Yes, yes. And maybe I would even go so far as to say if you're pregnant at the moment, it just might not be what you want to watch right now. No. 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 Yeah, I'm. I, there should be a trigger warning. There should have been. There should oh, no. be. Here it is for you guys right now. Yes. Oh, it's a fun note to end on. Yay! <laughs> We've really been, it's been highs and lows. That's what we want. All right, I am off um, to <laughs> wallpaper something. No, I've got to. I've really just got to emotionally come to terms with the fact I'm not going on tour in a few weeks. Oh. It's all right. She'll she'll pick herself up again like a fucking phoenix. Like a fucking phoenix. <laughs> Rising from the ashes, like the tattoo on the back of. <gasps> Before you go, Affleck. he's been spotted chopping for engagement rings. Oh, wow. Tell you what. Oh, my God. It's going to happen. The only question will be, will it be televised? They should. They owe us. They they must. You've invested a lot. Uh, Not financially. In fact, maybe financially. I don't know. (laughs) Definitely emotionally. 
Oh, the wedding of the, the wedding of the decade, the wedding of the, the, the millennia. I'm going to call it. Oh my God. I can't wait. It's going to be, what is she going to, what is she going to wear? I mean, how, can, she, can she get any hotter? I mean, oh, pff, wedding JLo, she's going to go 11 out of 10. Like I don't, I'm scared for the level of hotness. We'll be blinded when she comes down the aisle. Like, oh my God. I can't look her in the eyes like the sun. I can't look at JLo at 10 out of 10 wedding prep. It's too much. He'll pass out. People will be dying in the aisles. It'll be nuts. All right. <laughs> On that note, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Take care of yourself. Okay, bye. Bye. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is, is, is M. Salation. Okay. You made it to the end of another episode. Have you recommended us to a friend? Have you? I mean, I want you to legitimately commit to recommending us to a friend right now. Pick a friend who you think would be on our level. And also, not all of you are following us on Spotify, okay? I'll give you the figures. We have 50,000 listeners, but only 20,000 of you have hit the follow button. And each week we grow by a few thousand, so I'm expecting world domination at any point. But I need you to make sure you're following us on Spotify in the app. Make sure you've pressed the following button, please. Thank you so much. All right, um, I'll chat to you guys soon. Uh, and if you are, if you had tickets to my tour, remember everyone will be contacting you. Don't worry, you will not get ripped off in any way. I will never ever do that. If you want your money back, you can have it back. Um, if you want to still come, please hang on to your tickets. That really supports everybody involved in the arts community. The shows will go ahead in May, um, and possibly some shows in Melbourne because it's going to be a whole new thing. I'm going to do a whole new thing, guys, with original songs and new costumes, everything. I think that's everything. All right. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Emsolation with M. Rossiano is a Spotify exclusive podcast hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas. Executive produced by Benjamin Wosley. Produced by M. Rossiano. Edited by Ezekiel Fenn at Entente Music. With videos by Liam O'Brien. Socials by Marcella Rossiano Barrow. With assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts. Plus occasional technical wizardry, wine, and coffee from M's dad Vinci. Get more M by following the M podcast on Instagram, where you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can join other M at the M Group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. If you love what we do, share this podcast with a friend and make sure you're following us on the Spotify app. Thanks for taking time out to listen to this week's episode and we look forward to chatting with you again soon. <laughs>